Hello and welcome to episode 9 of this. My name is Craig Johnson. This show is unedited, unscripted and the man on the other side of the screen, a self-confessed unicorn of fitness, Mr. Jonathan Pugh. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me on my own show. <laughs> How's things? Okay, okay, I'm very excited. Uh, time of filming, we have an announcement about uh, the procedure for kind of coming out lockdown, so that's quite exciting. England was yesterday at time of filming, so um, it's looking like kind of the 21st of May, late yeah. April. Kate just shared with me that um, someone posted that Boris Johnson's birthday is like the, I think it's the 19th of June. So he's just, he's timed that. He thinks we're going to have a big birthday celebration out in the lash for his birthday, then lock it back (laughs) up again. Just that weekend. I raise a glass to Boris, I like it. (laughs) Mind you, I would would, uh, use that as an excuse to drink to him at this stage. He's I'm seriously, seriously considering getting a vacation at the Cecil Hotel, don't I? It's that bad. <laughs> I don't believe you. So, what's what's happening, CJ? We've, got, we've been asking for topic ideas, and one of the ones that's come back has been about get, getting healthier towards the end of lockdown, with that end, end goal in sight. Right. Yeah, there's there's been a few that's came through that are basically now that lockdown has a potential end date, uh, people are starting to kind of panic a wee bit about maybe some lockdown plump that they have gained, um, and we've had a, quite a bit of that through. Uh, so maybe we could talk a little about that. We've also had one through about our values and and our kind of personality and the way that we approach things as well so we've got a, a wee bit a wee bit to go on today a wee bit cool. yeah well we were on a what the last podcast that we did was the glasgow podcast mm-hmm. and if you haven't listened to that um yet i recommend you check it out i'll make sure that i drop a link to it in the in the description and um it's great great podcast great guy we, t- we, spoke to- we spoke a lot about how we got started with Train and the values that went into the beginning and what we're about. So, mm-hmm. But I think for, like, for our audience, it might be good to cover some of that as well, if you're up for yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, I, I mean, I'm rehearsed. I've done it last week on another podcast. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know... pretty easy. I'm just going to hit you with it, CJ. So I'm, I'm someone who is maybe looking to, as you say, maybe I've, I've got a wee bit of lockdown plump that I want to get rid of, um, but I'm not, I don't know where to begin. The gyms are shut and I'm not really sure where to start. So um, what would you recommend and how, how is your, like our approach, but how is, how is like, what would the general approach of train be and how is it right. different? Well, for, for yourself, like uh, not you personally, Johnny. Call me something, yeah. We all know you've got the lockdown plump. (laughs) 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 Uh, Well, the the thing is, see when something like this happens and you're set a timescale, a lot of people, definitely the messages I've got through from a few people have been a bit panicky. They've been like, oh my God, like, you know, I've put on maybe 10, 15 pounds through this this whole lockdown from last year. uh, And now it's looking like it's coming to an end, the vaccine and things. 
what do I do? And there's a sense of panic. And one of the things that I've definitely tried to do is kind of just take that, that sting out of it. Like, it's okay. It doesn't have to be like a big stressful thing. Like, you know what needs to be done. So just plan ahead. That's, that's the main thing. Our, our version of fitness at Train is definitely more of a lifestyle thing. So to give a set date of the 21st of May or whatever it may be, um, it's, not, it's not something that I would say should be your target. It should be more longer term because uh, you would implement a lot more uh, kind of lifestyle changes and things like that. But the, the best piece of advice, well, from the people that I've spoke to that have asked me, They've told me that this is the best piece of advice. I've just said to them, don't try and do it all at once. Identify where you can make the changes and make the changes gradually. Mm-hmm. And don't have that date sticking in your head. You know, if you if you lose, you know, six, seven pounds and learn a lot across the way and you're still maybe seven, eight pounds before you went any lockdown, you know that if you continue the pattern you're going to be able to continue to lose the weight. So don't panic too much. That's kind of the big thing. None of that all or nothing thinking. Yeah. Take your time, plan it out, and then go for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth bearing in mind as well for most people, especially with the weather that we've been having recently, your general movement through the day is going to be way reduced. And even that, you know, get the, what this time last year, uh, running out the door, train to work, whatever, bus to work, driving to work. We probably, most people moved more. Um, and I think that you've got to consider that because ultimately weight gain is a result of an energy imbalance. And when you're at home all day, it's tough. Like to, it's tough to, tough to avoid uh, eating and then particularly stress eating. And that's something I'm quite bad for is if I, mm-hmm. my stress levels are up and I'm at home and there's food right in front of me, I, I'm going to eat it especially <laughs> yeah 100%. so you know I, I so i think like it's uh just being aware of that as well that when things like you like you said it's long term and it's lifestyle and when our lifestyles well or well or we do go back to normal whatever that's going to look like in june or you know it's going to be a bit longer but as we slowly go back to what is what was normal for you before um and your general movement goes up that will help and it's going to be a yeah. whole it's a multifaceted thing it's like it will be a combination of reducing your stress trying to be more aware of what you eat i'd recommend uh, not having uh, him not i try to really limit how much very palatable foods i buy into the house like really hedonic foods cj <laughs> hedonic hedonic foods <laughs> I try to limit that stuff, stuff because I, I just find it very hard to, you know, if I know that it's just there in the cupboard, yeah, very hard to um, I, I th- resist. Yeah, I, I think as well, like a, a lot of the stuff uh, that I think are worrying the, the people who are, are, are thinking like this, um, it's, may, it's maybe just a bit of, I can't remember what it was like, because a lot of this is going to take care of itself. So kind of like you said, like see with the, the hyper palatable foods, man, where you just can't stop eating. Like I make a conscious effort not to go shopping hungry. Yeah. Uh, so that I'm, I'm in the mindset of, right, you got a full stomach, let's make some sensible choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something that I've done through lockdown um, to try and keep, me on the straight and narrow but there is things that i know that are going to take care of themselves so for example 
like my water intake is a lot less in the house than it is when I'm working. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am making a conscious effort to to correct that, but I know it's not where it it was or where it should be. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, I know this is going to resolve itself because I'm I'm going to be moving more. I'm I'm I always have a bottle of water in the gym. I'm always drinking water. So there's kind of a lot of stuff that I'm. I'd like, I, I get myself a wee bit worried about, I get panicky about, but then when I actually think about it, I'm like, hold on, this is going to take care of itself. And that's a lot like you're saying with the movement side of things. Like a lot of people are like, you know, if, if someone's putting on a pound a month or something, it might just be that they're missing that walk that they do at lunch, at work or whatever it is that they do. And it actually takes care of itself. And just with a little emphasis on nutrition, you could be back to where you are in no time. So I think a lot of people are kind of in that panic stage, but yeah. I think it, a lot of it will sort itself out. It will, and I think that if you if you are in a, and if you're in a place where you're a wee bit spooked um, about your your health, your physique, weight that you've gained, um, you know, if you're not feeling if you're not in a great place, then what what always happens with me is that when I, I you, you, your instinct is to change a lot at once, like to be mm-hmm. reactive and be like, okay, I've got to get everything sort like, and my, my advice would be to slow down and just choose one, two, maybe three things. So you've mentioned water. That's a, that's a key one. So mm-hmm. just asking yourself right now, am I like, am I dehydrated most days? If you're drinking less than a liter of fluids, then yes, the answer is yes. Um, especially this time of year, central heating. Um, Try to start. Try to start. No, it's true. You get more dehydrated in winter. Right, but it's drop that in. So yeah. So try. You know, it's not that you shouldn't take like action, but people just they sometimes dive into action. Just dive into like trying to change everything at once. Yeah, and this will this will tie in with the question we had about our values and principles it's very much more about the the longer term approach Mm -hmm. and one of the reasons for that is because it's more successful you know if you look at someone in two two years or a year after they've been training with us they're in a totally different place but i think that the reason for that or one of the biggest reasons for that is because we're not trying to change everything at, at the same time and this is something we were talking a lot about yesterday it's just it's we do have this it's not a it's not like a structure that's very defined but it is quite progressive we, we start with someone where they are slowly implement basic movement patterns then implement nutrition and then go up from there and i think if you're right now you want to make a change for your health for the better and you don't know where to start just pick one to two maybe three things and apply them for a week or so and see how you go on but don't change everything at once yeah that's that's definitely been the biggest thing I've got because you know you get the usual like I'm I'm off the bevy I'm I'm not getting takeaways I'm not doing this I'm not doing that I'm going to start running every day and I have to say to them like uh, I don't do these things that you're doing <laughs> so <laughs> yeah you know it, it's not it's not a realistic thing for you to say that you'll do for for two two maybe three weeks absolutely you could do that but it's it's going to wear on you it's it's better if you maybe just say, okay, this week I'm not going to do X mm. and I'm going to maybe, I know I can definitely consistently do two to three kind of runs or sessions or whatever it is that you're doing, 
and then do that over a longer term rather than three weeks full on. And it's kind of the message that I've I've been trying to get across. One one thing someone actually asked me, I wanted to get your opinion on it, and I waited till this just to to see what it was like. It's kind of the opposite. So a lot of people are worried about, uh, or the questions that I've kind of got through have been like, you know, about about weight and lockdown and things like that. Yeah. But on the flip side, is there anything about lockdown that potentially would be a, a positive that you're actually like worried about? Does that make sense? Coming out of it, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, me, just me personally, or, or yeah, but no, you. Anyway? Like for for me, for me, I'm I'm pretty terrified about being around a lot of people. Mm. Not yeah. not for anything to do with the virus or anything like that. It's just because it's like you're so. I've done it so long. Like I couldn't imagine going to a gig or a football match or something like that anymore. Like it gives me a wee bit of the fear. <laughs> I think I worry sometimes. Yeah, I've got a bit of a, a bit of a concern because of the because I'm I'm training people. We're training outside and training people online. So the actual hours that I'm working in a day are we less. Mm. And every time the rules have changed, my diary's changed, and it's it's I've got to I've got to run that past the wife, run that past, like the kids has to all of that has to line up, and so I know that when things do go back to normal, um, and I'm going to be working, you know, like two maybe three times more in terms of hours than I am now. Yeah, I worry about that. I worry about that. I'm like because I feel burned out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I think yeah. like something's like God. Oh, it's going to take a bit of adjustment, and I know. Um, I know quite a few of my clients have said the same. They're, they're if usually they're traveling to the office, they need to leave the house before eight o'clock in the morning. Now they're just nine o'clock log in, done. You know, they're they're online. Yeah. So they're kind of concerned about going back to that. Um so I think I think that I think it's just that it's, it's I like routine and I love rhythm. And I like like being able to wake up and as best I can know, right, you know, when I'm gonna train. And when I'm going to be working and when I'm, when's my switch off time, when am I going to try and get off social media? And I think everyone to a certain extent likes that. We like stability. And so mm -hmm. when something changes, it can be really like when it changed back in March last year, it was really difficult, but then you fall into this pattern and this is what, you know, you know, that yeah. whole, that phrase of the new normal, which I hate, yeah. but it's yeah. true. It's what we know. It's what we're short term memory wise. It's what we've known. So it will be it will be weird going back to like the pub, for example. Um, yeah, I just can't. I, I mean, we went out for for my birthday, and it was chaos. It was chaos, like in that in that bar. Um, and I just can't. I can't. And it's got nothing to do with like fear of, uh, you know, like oh, it's because of COVID. It's it's just I can't imagine a scenario anymore where. I need to go into that environment. Mm -hmm. Like, I just can't picture myself doing it. I think this is where some of the fears, like, you know, the conspiracy theorists around the 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 alternate reasons why um, people postulate reasons as to why we've been shut down. And, it's, and we're referring to social distancing instead of physical distancing. It's because uh -huh. people have that fear about um, being more separate, being more separate from other people. And the reason that that's a, that's a genuine fear is that the more time you spend in isolation, there's a reason why in, in solitary confinement is a, is a real punishment if you're in prison. Because human, humans are social animals, so if you lock someone away on their own, it tends to be not, not great. Yeah. I mean, even if you, if you like your own space, 
that's cool. It's, there's a difference between being an introvert and being a human. So yeah. <laughs> we do need some social interaction. This is where the, the, you know, millions of pensioners in the UK live in isolation. And that's a huge, that's a huge worry. Um, so yeah, it'll take a bit of, it will, it'll take, definitely take getting used to. I haven't really thought about it, to be honest, because every time I, I get my, I don't like getting my hopes up. So even though I know we've had this announcement yesterday, uh, 20, what's it, 21st of June? Is it June? I thought it was May. Is it June? I, I think it's June. Right. I think it's June. Uh, I, think it, I think it's phasing in. And then the, I don't remember the wording that Boris Johnson used, but he used a word that was like, defini- that was like, un- re- like it cannot be reversed, irreversible, like out of lockdown by middle of June. Right. Which I was a bit like, really? <laughs> <laughs> That's bold. That's bold. <laughs> hi, it's bold. Hi. Um, so I think, I, I don't know, I've, I'm trying not to get my hopes up too much because I don't want to sort of, I just, I'd rather be slightly like guarded about it and then be pleasantly surprised when things are, things are good. And yeah. rather than get my hopes up and be like, yeah, we're going to book a holiday, Kate. Let's get the kids away. We're going to, you know finally um and then be gutted about it so I'm, I'm just i'm keeping my kind of my hopes low <laughs> <laughs> that ladies and gentlemen is our message to <laughs> <laughs> set your expectations low and you are never disappointed <laughs> i would say, I, well what i would say i definitely that for sure but also don't don't put your happiness in the hands of somebody else or, or in some something that's not in your control you know, yeah. so don't, what I would try to advise people is, is, and this is crap advice, but it's be as happy as you can with this um, yeah. because it will change. I get, the only certainty is that things are going to change. They will change for the better and I have tons of faith that they'll get better. I just don't know when that's going to happen. And yeah. rather than drive myself insane, watching videos about, you know, either conspiracy theories or, or you know, Will there be another lockdown, another wave? I've just, I've, I've given the news media enough of my time and enough of my attention and enough of my worry. So right now, it's just like, hopefully tomorrow, um, how do I approach that in the best way possible? And I think that uh, for the your, your clients that are looking to, or the, the questions that we had, sorry, people asking about what can they do right now? They're, they're worried, they wanna lose the pudge, they wanna get moving in a positive direction. What can you do today, tomorrow, the next day after that? Um, and something that you said is if you focus like on your end date, whether that's the middle of June or it's you know some definitive end point, I think you're setting yourself up for uh, not failure, but maybe disappointment and yeah. too much pressure on yourself. It's an unnecessary pressure. Yeah. Yeah. You think so? What, what, so what was your answer to that question? So you, you, you were... Just the... Just the, the the people thing, like you, you become acclimatised to stuff. Like before, I used to, you know, go to Tynecastle and sit amongst seventeen thousand people, and I, I loved going to gigs. Like a couple of months before this, uh, I was at, I was at a gig, um, doing my thing, <laughs> rocking out, <laughs> and uh, I just can't. It gives me the fear thinking about going to that, but not because of covid just because of the amount of people yeah. that would be there it's, yeah. it's nothing to do with covid it just it kind of gives me the fear a wee bit i i think i get that about shopping I go, 
Yeah. I don't know if it's because it's, it's the mask thing. It just, it feels really unnatural to me. And I don't know why. It just like not, it's not like you talk to people that much in the supermarket, but kind of realize now that I probably would say, you know, all right, or whatever. Like as you're walking around in a, in a crowd, that's the most crowded place that you go to, or it's the most crowded place that I go to is, is going, going to the shops, walking about in Sainsbury's. Mm-hmm. And when you see a wee corridor and there's like, 15 people are diving about and pushing by and there's someone stacking the shelves and you're like, uh, yeah, <laughs> my anxiety goes up. <laughs> no, I do. So I don't know. Um, maybe. And I think you're right. When you go to like, it's hard to imagine. It is hard to imagine a big event, like a, like 7,000 people. That that's, that's kind of a, it seems very, um, weirdly like, yeah, you can't imagine it, but I think, yeah. I don't know. So I can't, I can't think of it. Like, uh, it gives me a wee bit of the fear. But yeah. I understand that. Huh? Um, so the, the, the client, the people that have been asking your, the, sorry, the, the questions that we had in, the, the, you said that they had a fear. What was their fear? Is their fear that they're not, is their fear about how hard it's going to be to get to where they want to be by that date? Or is it just, you know, the shock of, they have a date and, and like some kind of light at the end of the tunnel. I think I think it, from from talking back and forth to them, I think it's just the fact that they're they're looking at going back to their previous life and they are not their previous self. Mm. And uh, I said the the reason for that is because the entire world is just undergoing a global pandemic, so no one is their previous self anymore. They are this new version like pandemic version almost. So there's going to be so many people thinking the same stuff as you. And, you know, they're like, oh, you know, but, you know, maybe maybe they were looking at me and saying, but you haven't put on weight. And I said, yeah, but my priorities are are slightly different. Like, for example, you you have a nine-to-five job. This is my nine to five job. So taking people through classes and things and getting fitness in is is part of what I need to do. So it's it's not a fair comparison. Uh, and I said, like, I'm sure if you go back to the office, like you'll probably find a high percentage, maybe in the eighties, eighty percent of people are probably going to be all sitting in the same boat as yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the difference is that you've got an opportunity um to to do it right to take your foot off the gas, to not set yourself up for that failure and to just plan it out and take it step by step and make changes that you'll be able to lean on much, much later down your life when this is a, a thing of the past. Yeah. You know, we're, we're not remembering the COVID version of you or the pandemic version of you. It's going to be something like, you know, I'm 65 years old. I'm feeling a bit weak. I should strength train because I learned this, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I think that's just the general fear. Um, we bit of fear of judgment from other people as well. But again, I said I said that to them. I was like, look, everyone like everyone's going to be thinking the same thing. Yeah. There's not there's not you know out, outside of people that have got you know nutritionists on tap and uh, gyms in their garage and things. People have, have made the, the same mistakes as you. They've done the same yeah. things as you. And it's because of the environment. It's not because of their, their kind of desire to self-destruct, if you like. It's yeah. the environment that's created that. So I think that's just what the, the fear was. I think it's a bit of apprehension or just, I'm different. 
this is going back to the old life and I'm not the old way kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah, it, yeah, you're right. No, it is, and it is a different, it's a different environment. We live in a different environment than we did before. Mm. And we had, I mean, one of the things that if you're, well, I gained weight, I gained weight uh, from March last year to about June because I was just in mentally a bad place, just in a really mentally tough place. I, I found it really tough being at home. Uh, I, I, I love my kids to death, but just being at, like at home all the time just felt like suffocation. Not not enough, making it sound worse than it was, but you know, it just not getting out and not seeing anyone else. Um, being at home 24-7 and constantly kind of like the, the friction around like work. My wife works, like finding the time for us both to get time to what we needed to get done done was difficult so I gained a bit of weight and plus I was probably going from standing like yourself like you're in a job where you stand and walk a lot so going from doing 15,000 steps a day without thinking about it mm -hmm. I, I, I never set out to, to walk that just my phone would tell me at the end of the day boom 20,000 steps 17,000 steps because you're just standing about for five six hours walking about racking weights putting stuff on so all that general movement went down probably food intake went up, alcohol intake went up, gained a bit of weight. And I started to feel like probably June, July, when we were doing the live workouts, I started to feel like a fraud because like you said, this is my job. This is, this is, there's an additional pressure of, it's not, it's not like I'm a physique model, but by any stretch of the imagination, but still feel like I need to be a role model. And I feel like I was starting to get a sense of, I'm not a fraud, but I need to walk the walk. So I had to start. And I remember saying to you, I remember saying like, I think I said, I don't know where to begin. And you suggested track your calories. And yeah. I tracked my calories and started from there. And that was it. So I just be began to track. That was the first change. And then I started to like focus again on water. Um, simplified my training right down. Started doing more walking. So there's all these different kind of things where it was like very simple, very simple tools, but it started with one, one key one, which was to become aware of what I was putting in my body. Yeah. And yeah. I think, I think that's quite interesting where you're, you're saying um, that you feel like a fraud because it's, it's quite funny. Obviously there might be some people that know, there might some people that don't know. We've got a, an online program um, an online community where people can come in and take advantage of live workouts and pre-recorded workouts and uh, one of the things that we are doing in lockdown both myself and Johnny is we're, we're putting on live classes as well as delivering uh, like pre-workout classes so people can can do them on your own, their own time and it's quite funny because a lot of people when they first came on to the lives were surprised at the the fact that uh, I was blowing out my arse when I was doing the workout with them. And I was like, it just goes, I mean, we, we spoke a tremendous amount about social media uh, on our Instagram or on, you know, our, our podcasts and things, but it just goes to show you how it's set up. Like, uh, mm -hmm. people were surprised that I was tired, that, you know, 10 burpees in 45 seconds is, is going to take it out of me. And I'm like, yeah. no, that's, that's tough. <laughs> it doesn't matter who you are. Like, that's challenging. <laughs> you know, uh, especially if it's after like a full fifteen-minute workout. <laughs> like, 
that's that's definitely challenging. Um, and it was just interesting. And it, it, what I found was, it was definitely something that I'm glad that I had done, because I can I can genuinely say to them like at the end of the workout like that was tough. Mm. <laughs> you know, that was extremely hard. I am blowing out my ass. But it's like you say, we don't claim to be the fittest, the best physique. Yeah. It's it's the knowledge, the, the analogy I always use is the, you know, the, the kind of football coach kind of thing. Like you look at some of the the shapes and sizes of football coaches. Yeah. And they're like, it's the knowledge that counts. It's the, the application of that knowledge that counts. It, it, it Definitely. It's also, it's just your, it's your effort and your honesty as well, which, mm. which I think it took me a long time to get this into my head because I came from an environment of uh, group exercise, well, personal training, but, but group exercise as well. So spin, I don't want to say Les Mills, but you know, at some point, Les Mills. <laughs> Leslie Mills. Thanks for that. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if I know, have to suffer, you have to suffer. I know, I know. So it was, it was a quality, but it was, you know, but the, the you know, be, being this, especially classes, right? You're a class instructor. You want, and you're insecure, which, which is almost, I would say, a prerequisite to be a personal trainer. I'm joking, but it seems to be, I, don't, I haven't met one that isn't on some level insecure. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that, and that's part of the reason that they're, 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 part of the reason that some people get into a profession like coaching or like personal training is because they get a desire to improve. Desire to improve normally comes from an insecurity on about something, some level. And a lot of people, not all of them, but certainly some of them, overemphasize physique as a part of that and that's mm. they hang their hat on that and their self-esteem as well and on social media people are doing these ridiculous like feats of strength or you know crazy like beast mode workouts that are very edited and cut now i was going to make a confession which is sometimes if i'm doing like a home workout uh, like the last one i put up on our, our online program um i will shoot the first part of that and then I'll continue rolling the video, but I'll take a wee five minutes, catch my breath, look at what I've got next, then start again. Yeah. Well, I'm doing that because I'm talking as I'm, I'm trying to like remember what was the workout that I've got planned, talk while I'm doing it. And if I'm, I'm really out of breath, but it gets, I'd, I'm, I'm probably taking a couple of seconds, a couple of minutes, and then going on to the next one. Um, so I don't know, we don't all do this, but the fact that you're out of breath at the end of your classes, is not not a bad thing at all and i think it's actually more of a leadership thing because if you're if your job's to dig a big trench the leader's in the trench there and he's sweating away mm-hmm. you know not not like standing in the side <laughs> yeah. making, or whatever making it look easy not the best analogy but you know what i mean it's it's always more inspiring when someone's like in the trenches with you and oh, yeah I'm going to go on a tangent here, but this is why we're talking about restrictions and politicians. And this is why a lot of people feel out of touch with politicians because when they make statements that they don't, it disproportionately affects them. If that makes sense. So yeah, yeah. they're, they're not necessarily relatable people. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I think it's <laughs> <laughs> always a tangent there's always one at least oh yeah yeah absolutely absolutely oh, that's good that's good I uh, I think as well like just just in general like for for the the people that are 
maybe listening to this or watching this and are concerned like like anything that you can do now is going to benefit and help you later down the line like it's always it's always better to move than not move but just like you didn't know what this environment was like when you came into it and you had to adapt the environment will change again and you'll get a better feel for it when you're in it like i always say to people you know we, we spoke about the, the right time to do something uh, on the glasgow podcast the glasgow um and there isn't and i always say you just just start start with something now and when you're in the environment later you can make adjustments and make it what you want it to be it's never going to be perfect but uh, i would say do what you can now and don't worry about it it'll be fine <laughs> yeah and um something else that you said there cg you were talking about people not being the same the same person as they were pre-lockdown or pre-covid they've changed like the person that they are now is different and so that's something to to just to bear in mind as well that if you're if you're just starting out you are not the same person that you were five years ago you might have certain character strengths character traits that you stay constant but we got a great capacity i mean got a huge capacity to change and a lot of people myself included have got what we call limiting beliefs where we tell ourselves a story about who we are and that actually oftentimes is holding us back from growing mm. and when we're looking to make a, a, a change someone's trying to get healthier someone's trying to get mentally and physically in a better place what's happening up here is key if you can try and identify people say things like i'm just well, i'm just not a fit person or i've always been this way and this is how i am not flexible I'm not fit. Um, I'm just not strong. You know what? What we you're telling yourself those stories and that reinforces that belief. Yeah, you're able to change. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's the self-fulfilling prophecy, isn't it? Like yeah. you tell yourself, and, and that's what happens. And I, I, I say probably maybe once a day, like anything that can be done can be undone except like extreme examples like murder or something like that or eight. but you know what i mean like if you if you put on a stone it can be undone mm. if you lose a stone it can be undone yeah and it's about finding a, a method and a, an environment like a, a kind of schedule that that suits you to maintain that journey towards your goal and it's different for everyone so it's it's impossible for me to say like that i mean as a, as a coach it's it's my job to kind of use what I know about someone to help guide them towards that. Uh, but on a, a platform, you know, as big as this, it's difficult to say because then you go into that territory of this is your 60 second sound bite. This is what you need to do <laughs> kind of thing. So yeah, it's, um, it's going to be interesting. Though. I am looking forward to, to getting back and getting out <laughs> and getting yeah. real life. <laughs> and I know I'm gonna we're gonna I'm gonna take it slowly. I'm just gonna do, you know, like get out, get out with the guys. Start with that. Yeah. Go up from there. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna go crazy. I ain't gonna go. <laughs> um. Okay. All right. Well, we, I just actually I put up on on our social media uh, a post asking for suggestions. We have been 
slightly out of the, the schedule with shooting new episodes. A few people have been asking, when is the next episode coming? So I think we're in a place now where we're going to be churning them out. Yeah. yeah. Our, I mean, it would, it would be any more than one a week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless something crazy happens. But uh, yeah, I think we, we should be in a position where weekly... Mm-hmm. We're just we're just busy people, all right. We've got pans and files. And I've been sending emails to clients there. during this podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's what happens when you're internet. It's terrible. Um, but basically, he was just saying that we've got a few bits and pieces to talk about. Um, but we are interested in seeing what you guys would like to talk about. Uh, so if you've got any suggestions for us or topics or anything, after all. We want to discuss what you want to know. Um, we, we ask questions to our clients and things and they'll give us things, but that's a small portion of the population. So let us know what you would like us to cover. Um, so because of his internet, we'll just call that a day there.